Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Trillionary Podcast with me, your host, Kinsey. Always remember, whether you are a visionary or a revolutionary, sprinkle a little trill and think of me, Kinsey. I'm excited today because I have a special guest, and oh yeah, I forgot I do have those. And then, <laughs> but I I just wanted to clear the air on some things that kind of bothered my spirit a little bit of some of the things that happened um, in pop culture. Just real quick. Number one, Zoe Zalnada. We told you no. We told you no. Don't do Nina Simone. But no, what did you do? You went and did it anyway. And now you want to apologize to us? It's a bit too late because we told you don't do it. And you did it anyway. I could have sworn from the mountaintops we screamed, no. But you totally disregarded it and you went and did Nina Simone. And now you want to be regretful. And nobody told you to continue to do it. Like you already knew what was going to be the process. You don't look nothing like Nina Simone, color-wise or features. And so you rather sit in makeup for four hours every day with prosthetics and you're pretty much in blackface? <sighs> Keep the apology, sis. Um, next, if you haven't seen the WAP video, I encourage you to go and see it. But in the midst of watching it, you may see a disappointment. And it's not Meg and Cardi. It's definitely not. It's the pasty white uh, Jenner that's featured in it. I am not a fan of the Kartrashians or the Jenner clan at all. And I don't know why she was there. I watched this video at about 7.15 this morning and was literally ready to throw my phone across the room. I did it because my phone has already fallen from my apartment to the first floor. It still works, though. But in the process of me watching it, I did have to pause it. I actually hit pause, took a deep breath, and then had to re-get like re -get into it because I was just so distraught because I didn't just didn't understand why she was there, why she was there. Shout out to all the other ladies that were featured in the video. Normani, Mulatto, um, who else? Suki, and of course, Cardi and Megan. Um, I just, I signed the petition to remove uh, Kylie from the video. Whoever's a brilliant editor, just do it for us. Just do it for us and add the unedited version of the song to the video and we will be good. Some people may ask, why, what you got against Kylie? I cannot support a family that makes their living off of stealing from other black women. Oh, not other black women, from black women, because they want to be black. But from black women, they have stolen products, copied the products, mailed the products back to whoever they got it from, and then sold their products. Well, sold a cheap imitation of their products. They have also just ripped things from other people's ideas and it's just not I I can't support that I, I can't so 
I don't think Cardi and Kylie, I mean, I don't think Cardi and Megan really needed her to be featured in the video either. Um, I think with with Cardi being quiet for so long, I think people were anticipating, waiting for her to come back. And I think she struck gold at this appropriate time. I also think that with seeing Normani, I'm hoping that this is a new a breath of fresh air for Nomani. I hope that the, the record label actually takes this opportunity and runs with it because she deserves better. But I will say we have plenty of other options besides a goddamn Jenner to be in this video, especially if you're talking about um, WAP <laughs> and if you're talking about um, body positivity and women liberation, women's liberation, um, you could have had Amber Rose, you could have had Jordan Woods, you could have had um Dreezy, uh Flo Millie, you could have had a lot of other people besides a Jenner. And I'm gonna need y'all to do better. I really do. I it bothers me that the Kardashians and them are literally the still the standard of white gays g-a-z-e of the white gays that people still long for they still want to be part of that circle of chris and kim and them and it's like we don't need their approval for anything but i hate the fact that people still strive for that family's approval because of whatever they stand for which is what exactly i don't know because kylie definitely ain't no billionaire mm. but anyway those are my grievances for the week <laughs> and now on to someone that i'm really excited to have and i recently got to see her um after what how long was it forever was it your birth was the was it your birthday the last time we saw each other I think so. For goat yoga. That was no, in I'm February. <laughs> right before Rona. Right before Rona hit. Yeah. So this is my bestie Iver. Um my bestie, a mommypreneur and a business owner and a mommy of dos of twins. Mm-hmm. First time, two for one. I'm not mad. <laughs> one and done. Get it out. <laughs> so how has your family been adjusting to this? I know, especially for the boys, like how have they been adjusting to this whole Corona thing? So thankfully for them, it's been no change. Um, their school closed for two weeks whenever it all first started um, because they follow like Sci-Fair school district. So Sci-Fair had closed. And whenever they extended it another a week, they were just like, okay, well, we're going to be closed too. And then whenever they realized that this was more than just a little break, then they were like, okay, well, we're going to open back up. So they've been open ever since. Um, they changed up a lot of things. So like we can't even go into school anymore. Um, they check temperatures at the door. They're doing more cleaning and stuff. There's a lot less kids, too, because I think 
many of the parents, I'm assuming they may have been like in the, um, the teaching field. So with them being home, they just kept their kids home. But with them, there's there's been no difference and they've just been going like nothing, nothing's changed. Still crazy. <laughs> They're not crazy. They're busy. <laughs> they are busy. They have things to do. <laughs> Don't yes. do that to them. <laughs> so I also want to kind of, because I know a lot of people are using this, um, this corona situation this pandemic as an opportunity to uh discover new talents or push things that they have already been involved in so i know you mentioned well we just celebrated um one of our other besties uh wedding well her bridal shower and you had a heavy hand in whipping things and also <laughs> painting things so when did you when did you start dibbling dabbling in this painting <laughs> when I was asked to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it kind of, that all began that all started it um and then as I was practicing for it I was like you know this is this is pretty fun I mean kind of like what what got me on baking it's it's a stress reliever. So I may be tired, but as soon as I start doing it, I'm like, where'd this energy come from? You know, and I'm up all night doing stuff. And that's kind of how I felt with the painting. And after I finished her canvases, I was like, Michael's had a sale and I already had this stuff, these canvases. So I'm like, let me just do something. And I've just, I started painting and um, it's, it's nice. It's beginner painting, but it's still cute. And uh, I'm doing like just, different scenes and I write like cute little verses are just um, words of encouragement next to it and stuff. So that's kind of what I, I've started doing. And then my baking has kind of slowed down just because of the Corona. Yeah. Although I still see other people still doing things. So I'm trying to pick that back up now um, and introducing, you know, different things, um, getting more of my cookies out there and stuff. So this time is been uh, a, a good time for just exploring and figuring out what else I like and stuff and painting has come has become one of those mm -hmm. so I have to send you some pictures because I think they're so cute well I remember the east the it was Easter right that you and the boys did some cute yeah. little um Easter things yeah thanks to Pinterest I, listen Pinterest is so clutch Anything mm -hmm. that you need in Pinterest, oh gosh, I I have to do it in moderation because I will sit there all day and then this starts hurting because I've been scrolling so much, you know, yeah. like adding to my boards. <laughs> but it's yeah. a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it. So how did you come up with your concept of baking? So it always had been just like a hobby. Um, back in college, uh, Adrian had bought me my first KitchenAid mm -hmm. and I was just playing around, baking things. I've always watched like Food Network and stuff like that. Um, and so whenever he bought me that, I was like, I'm a pro now. I got the big KitchenAid, you know? Um, but that's kind of what started everything. I got the mixer, the, the, um, I got the mixer. And then I just started doing more and more. 
And I'm like, I've always been the type, I think entrepreneurship is in my blood. You know, my daddy has his own business and a lot of my family members on that side, um, on his side of the family, they all own their own business. And so um, it's always just kind of been like a dream of mine. I just wanted to, to start a business, have something to call my own, um, have something where I can let my nephews or my, my sons um, get involved in and they have like little summer jobs and stuff like that. That's still a goal of mine and stuff. And so um, that's where it all began in college. And then I just kept doing more and more. And, you know, I started off just doing box mixes and then I'm like, hmm, let me just try to bake from scratch. And I mean, I, I feel like that's like the, the, the true talent is whenever you can throw a, a recipe together from scratch and it, it still tastes good. I agree. Um, on the decorations and it looks good too. So that's my goal is to continue to, to come up with recipes or just, you know, change up recipes to make my own and then get on the decorating side. Cause not only with the painting, I also started playing around with, um, you ever heard of wafer paper? No. So it's like an edible paper and you'll see it um you'll probably see it on cakes and you don't even know that it that's what it is and stuff but play around with that it's like um it's just an art like caking mm -hmm. is an art and the more and more I get involved in it the more and more I, I realize that it's no different than painting so and it's I'm actually true different, but you know like yeah the art of it but you know but to be I don't know if this is weird or not but uh but um, I find like when I watch people, you know, like people who do like the videos and stuff like that via Instagram, um, like watching people bake cakes or even paint or like sque squeezing the paint onto, you know, like the little, I don't know what you call it, paint holder thingy or whatever, where it's the big blob and then they'll take like the little scraper thing and like smooth it out or whatever, mm -hmm. like it's so aesthetically pleasing and like in so hypnotizing and yeah. it's a calm I would definitely say it's calming so I can really see the correlation to it for actually doing it and seeing your art come to life yeah I mean think back whenever we would do like painting with a twist like yeah it was fun it, it was, was the fun. alcohol for me we had the alcohol <laughs> we had the alcohol <laughs> <laughs> but you have alcohol you have your friends and you you paint like you picasso you know i i enjoyed it and stuff so fun times how do you balance your work family life uh that's something that's gonna for me i think it's always gonna be um something that you always have to just continue to build upon and continue to improve as you get better at things. Um, right now it's a little easier because I'm working from home most of the time. Um, however, I go in each day, like for the last couple hours of the day. So I'll take the boys to school, come back, do whatever I have to do at home. Probably around two o'clock I'll go to I'll go to work, pick them up from school. And then whenever I'm home, it's like, okay, we got like two, maybe three hours to spend together with them. Um, we do what we got to do, eat dinner, take baths. They watch their stories, put them in bed. And they're usually in bed by eight o'clock. That way, either me and Adrian can have like our little date night, watch, um, watch our show or something. Or if he has work, then he has to go do work. And then I'll just chill. 
And so on the weekends is when we really like catch up on all that time that we kind of miss throughout the week and stuff because we're always home. Um, but during the week, it's always a little harder um, just because, you know, you're spending eight hours dedicated to one job or one thing and you still have to figure out, okay, I got to get dinner made or we either order some food and if the boys act a fool, then it's like, oh, scrap everything, you know? So you take it day by day. Right. And as they get older, things change. So True. it's like each year you have to change it up. Something's going to be different. So. So how do you recharge? So usually by going to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lady gang, what up? No, but I've gotten into working out again. Mm -hmm. So that's another good thing that came from working from home is that now, you know, whenever I drop the boys off, I can either come home. I still have like a good 25, 30 minutes and I'll either, we'll either go take the dog for a walk or I'll work out on the bike or I'll go for a walk myself. If I don't get it done during the day, then at night I'll try to do something. And that's been helping a lot with um, helping me just release some stress and stuff. And it's also making me tired. That mm -hmm. way I feel better. Um, if it's not that, then just something as simple as just um, taking a bath, taking a shower, just oh, that warm water. <laughs> it's amazing. And with that bar of soap that I won from playing the game, I think it's amazing. <laughs> First of all, it's huge, but it smells so... I love the citrus zesty smell yeah. that it gives. And it, it I will say it kind of, well, it kind of gives me a little bit of like, okay, I'm up. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really good. Um, are you reading anything right now? I am. So I'm reading three things. <laughs> <laughs> So one thing, I have my books next to me. So I started my Issa Rae book. Oh, my God. I I was reading it uh, while I was listening to it today because uh, I bought it originally uh, on a, I, I don't know, on a on the Nook Kindle thing. Mm -hmm. I originally bought it there. And then I was like, I need something cheerful to listen to today because all yeah. of my other books are, like, kind of heavy. Yeah. So... I was like, I don't want to have to really dissect things today. So I need something like, and I, I listened to that to, part of it today. Yeah. So I have that one that I just started. Um, and then the other one, this one I've been reading for, I don't know how long. I've been reading this book for years. And oh, I'm Terry finally, I'm, I'm almost there. Almost there. You've been doing good. Yeah. And then my other book I have, I also just started that one. That's the one I was telling you about. It's called Get Out of Your Head. And it's about like, um, you know, tackling those negative thoughts and just putting it, you know, with positive thoughts and like the truth and stuff. So I tried to read. Don't ask me why. But oh. I tried to read the 48 Laws of Power. What? And I could not finish it because I was like, all of this will make me a freaking sociopath. Like, I, I can't, like, I can't. And I honestly think, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like some of the things I get it. Mm -hmm. 
But if you really take a lot of that to heart, I'm like, you're going to be a sociopath. Yeah. Like, kind of like Carrie Bradshaw, like, bullying Charlotte for Charlotte to give her money to get her apartment back. Like, that's the kind of... You know, like problematic stuff that I, I just feel like reading Forty Eight Laws of Power will make you extremely problematic. Yeah. Um. So what? How far have you gotten in the positive? Negative? So that one, I'm only in like chapter two, so I haven't really gotten into the depth of anything yet. Um, kind of the same with Issa. I had started it because I was so excited to start. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna read every day and stuff yeah not so much especially when i'm trying to juggle three but um not too far yet i um has anything hopped out to you like just within like the first or second chapter so so it's a christian book Mm -hmm. and one thing she was telling us about it kind of like creeped me out but um she was saying like she was speaking at like a seminar and basically talking like you know um we're gonna we're gonna beat the devil you know the enemy he's not gonna get us and this and that and stuff and she said it was during break she was out um kind of standing alone usually she had like a bodyguard or whatever but she was kind of standing alone by herself everyone had started going back in and there was like this other lady out there so as she started going the other lady intercepted her and was looking at her and she was just like you're not gonna stop us we're coming for you. And I'm like, I'm reading this. And I'm like, what? Like, is this what I think it is and stuff? So she found, she alerted the bodyguards and stuff, went back in, finished up her seminar. Well, in the middle of the seminar, the lights started flickering. And then like the lights went off and they could hear someone screaming like bloody murder outside and come to find out it was that crazy lady. Wow. And I'm like, okay that's weird and so she was like at that moment was when I truly truly believe like you know there's definitely a devil you know there's a heaven there's a hell all of that stuff is so real and I'm like definitely like a spiritual warfare um let me like put this book aside (laughs) (laughs) just real quick I'm gonna put you down real quick I'm a chicken I'm a scaredy cat so I read that and I'm like "Mm, maybe I'll just kind of hold on to it for a little bit but I think it's just her kind of like being straight open and being mm-hmm. like you know this is what I've gone through to get to this point to be able to write this book to tell you how to get out of your head and focus on the truth that the bible has for you so I think um I think it'll be a good book oh yeah um, I've heard a lot of good things about it and I think I just saw that she was on the New York best um selling chart like one of the top ones for the 25th week in a row so yeah so, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in it. Because I know that's definitely something that I think a lot of people do struggle with, with the positive and negative self-talk. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't care what faith you believe or belong to or whatever, but, like, manifestation is real. Mm-hmm. And what you speak over your life and into your life is real, too. Yeah. Um, and it's always true. Like you're your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's it's not other people. I mean, they have con- contribute to it, but for the most part, it's you. Those whenever you're sitting alone and 
you know, just thinking all these like, oh, I suck at this. I can never get this done. You know, like it just keeps building and building and building. And then you start believing it. And then before you know it, you start acting it. So. Yeah. Ugh. You just read me. Just read the house down, honey. And so, um, so what are three tips that you would give an up and coming like entrepreneur? So definitely like you just got to go for it. Um, that's something that I'm struggling with now. Like I tend to just try to, I want to try to figure it out first and then do it. Um, but a lot of times there's just, that does, I mean, like that's the whole point of faith is just being able to step out and then you trust that it's going to work. And then later on, you know, it'll all fall into its place. Um, but you gotta just, you got an idea out there, like, you can research it, figure out how the other people are doing it and do it better. Just go for it because you'll keep talking yourself down, talking yourself out of it. And before you know it, it's like a whole 20 years later and it's like, oh, maybe I should do that right mm-hmm. now. You know. So that's number one. Number two is just continue to keep building and keep learning. Um, keep on like trying to learn new things, uh, especially if it has to do with your your trade of choice mm-hmm. whatever you can do to keep differentiating yourself everybody and they mama bake nowadays so that's kind of like I feel like it's a very saturated market but there's so many different things you can do to kind of make yourself uh set yourself apart from all those other bakers out there so if you're in a um a hobby and there's just so many other people out there you gotta you gotta think out of the box sometimes and just and uh, do the weird stuff because <laughs> that that weird thing could be the one that's like whoa that's it right go viral um number three I would say just don't give up I mean like don't give up so easily I'll put it that mm-hmm. way like at least go for it try it's not for everybody but you'll never know until you try that's real yep you're making me think <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about some stuff like okay so wait <laughs> I'm like when I go home I need to journal some stuff out real quick cause oh hold on uh, I mean go for it because I have so many different things that I want to like try to dabble into but I know I mean you have to be like realistic as well like very true can't be trying to do like five different things at once because something's gonna fail so you know if you if you have like so many different ideas then um maybe like what you said get a journal and kind of write down like all these different write down your ideas and write down what you think um would be like the most realistic thing to make you money right now or you know not even making money but to make the most progress what will make the most sense to go after right now only fans Uh, but i I listened to this podcast called side hustle school Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where a lot of like um my thoughts come from because that's his whole his whole thing is just to help um people who are still working but still have kind of have that side hustle right try to help them keep it going or you know he always says not everybody with the side hustle goes into that side hustle full time. It just may just stay a side hustle and you still work normal. Um, but you still have to 
gain those skills and know what to do to kind of keep it going. So it's pretty cool. I like that podcast. I just, I just want some people, some folks to understand, like, if you have a regular job, continue to work that regular job. (laughs) Don't just up and quit. Cause you just know, like nothing wrong with have, like you said earlier, like nothing wrong with having that faith that it's going to work, but you gotta got, you, you gotta have money to make money. You gotta funnel yeah. something somewhere. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Or some kind of a plan, <laughs> financial plan, you yes. know, Gosh. Just clear, don't go quit your job today. Yes. Don't. Don't come in there and kick in the door and look like, look here, Linda, it's it. No, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, What was your very first idea? Like as for maybe like name or uh, for your baking business, then did you stick with it? Oh, for come up with a name? Mm Mm-hmm. So I have no idea where I got the name from, but for whatever reason, whenever I was thinking of names, just tasties came up and I'm like, oh, you know, I was uh, doodling and I was like, I can have this mascot and everything and it'll be like a cupcake and, and all this stuff and stuff. And so I don't know, like at that point I was going to like, um, it was like a, like a group like an entrepreneurial group. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what was pushing me and stuff. And they were just like, okay, well, you come up with your name, you search the database, make sure that no one else has your name. And then you get your website set up and this, this and that and stuff. So for whatever, like I said, that that name Tasties just came up and it was just in my mind. And I'm like, oh, nobody has Tasties. Right. Okay, let's do that. So I go through with it. And then nowadays you have freaking Tasty Kitchen that's all famous and stuff. And then there's another like Tasty Cakes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell were y'all like five years ago when I was looking for names? Like, shoot, can I just have a name for myself? Right. <laughs> but I but yeah, even. I don't know what it was. But I even like the fact that you said that you went to, that you participated in a group to um you know just to hear other people's you know stories or how they came to be what they are now or like even just as a sounding board to be able to bounce stuff off of other people that have already been through it you know I don't know sometimes I can say that it might be hard for people to build a trust with strangers or You know, because it is sometimes I can I feel them sometimes just is kind of like, how do I know you won't take my stuff? Huh? Yeah. How, how do I know? How do I know you are who you say you are? You yeah. know, so I I feel that. But I don't know. I guess you also had need to pray for the spirit of discernment whenever you go into those kinds of situations. Um. So you won't be telling somebody who's like, ooh, this good. I'm about to take this and beat mm-hmm. you to the punch. Because you see that happen a lot in pop culture. Something yeah. is catchy. Or like the dude who, you know, like the Washington Redskins decided to change their name. So he went and trademarked like a whole bunch of names 
that like might be popular enough for them to use, but they literally are going to have to buy it from him if they want to use it, you know, but like, just like those little things, if you think that you have something that's popping, you might need to take care of that paperwork before you do start going tell people just like the, uh, with fleek on fleek. A whole, like, college-age girl came up with that. Everybody was using it, and she wasn't getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. So much money she missed out on. I know. That sucks, too. Sis could have been like, forget school. I got this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Issa, what does on fleek mean? But... <laughs> But, you know, like, it's just, it's, I think it's good. I, I And that's one thing that I can say that I have enjoyed about stupid Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, Zucky. Hey, Zucky. But I do like some of the changes that Facebook has made. I like how the groups are way more discoverable and things like that. And you literally can find so many groups and people who don't mind sharing information yeah you know because i hate the ads on instagram you want to know how you can do this sign up for my seminar three days and just today it's only 29.99 you only have four (laughs) hours book it now like no, you forgot the part was like it's regularly a 500 (laughs) but i'll give it 29.99 uh, hey, it's so. normally $1,200 and we're knocking it down to $29.99. Like, what? How? Whatever. You know, but um, it's just, I encourage a lot of people to step out of that comfort zone. Do you feel that COVID kind of like forced people to kind of sit back and reexamine some of their talents and things? So, because I mean... You, you stuck at home I mean, you can only watch so much tv and stuff and i feel like a lot of people kind of started getting more craftsy with their hands um i've i've heard of other people like doing like more you, you hear like everybody making t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. and people are doing that more and stuff so i definitely think covid as bad as it is is also kind of like a good thing for some people because if they if that never would have happened then it never would have come up and I think it's also good to kind of have just a little side hustle, even if it is just, you know, raking leaves or just something random, you know, like at least you have an extra set of income coming in case something else happens. And shout out to my boy, Dave Ramsey, because those are goals. Yeah. Multiple multiple streams of income. Don't be stupid. Listen to what Dave says. I love him. I used to listen to him, too. I haven't listened to him in a while. Well, it's kind of like, once you get your stuff together, it's kind of like, all right, Dave, thank you, but, you know, I'm good. Yeah. But he's cool. I love it. Um, Do you have, like, any last pieces of advice for anyone? Or you could would you like to promote your cuppy cakes? <laughs> or cakes? I'll take like both for $200, please. <laughs> no, I just can't harp on it enough because I think that's just the thing that's in my heart right now is just don't give up. Have some faith. Um, go after what you feel like is in, been set in your heart. Um, 
try it. You might like it. I get that from Yo Gabba Gabba, the kids. Try it. You'll like it. You're such a mom. <laughs> You're such a mom. Quoting <laughs> things on TV that you watch with the boys. Yo Gabba Gabba. Anyways, but yeah, <laughs> just go for it. Try it until you either succeed or fail at it. That way it's never like a what if type thing. Right. And then while you're trying it and you're busy, you know, working and studying and you need some cookies or a cupcake and some cake, then hit your girl up, info at tastyscupcakes.com or tastys underscore cupcakes on Instagram and I can help you out. And it's T-A-S-T-Y, right? Yeah, T-A-S-T-Y-S. S, yes. Yeah, underscore cupcakes. Yes, don't be getting it confused uh, with other people, however they spell their stuff. (laughs) Uh, Her stuff is good. Um, And I'll just give you another tip. So she made a cake for our bestie, and it had blueberry filling in it, and it was delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so proud that I just started eating blueberries like last year because I would have missed out on something. <laughs> what an applause it. There it is. <laughs> but yes, um, trust me, you guys go to her if you need any of your baking goods needs met and she will hook you up. Uh, I want to thank you again, my mommypreneur bestie. For taking time to chat with me i oh and he put he put your your ig on there so people will see it oh you famous now <laughs> uh but i thank you and you guys this has been the trillionary podcast with kenzie make sure you follow me at t-r-i-l-l-k-i-n S-E-Y, support small businesses and support creatives. And let's continue to, I don't, I don't know, grow, grow as people uh, through this whole process and stay positive, clean up after yourself, including the mask and the gloves. I hate I have to tell grown people that, but obviously somebody needs to because your mama don't work in this kitchen. But, um, but yes, continue to grow and be the best human that you can be. Love is love, and I love you guys. Thanks. Bye.